Good morning. Welcome to the Snake River Live. Oops. Not the Snake River Live. In fact, we're going to be... Uh, I will be doing a short one of those here in just a little bit. Um, but I did want to focus my time mostly over here on the, the view from the rim. And that's how it's going to be here for the next little while. First, um, I'd like to thank those who have taken the opportunity to give thanks um, for the things that they have, even in the time of adversity. We had the opportunity um, Sunday to watch and listen to President Nelson's message. And a couple of things, now I've watched it uh, a few times, but one of the, uh, one of the things that really caught me um, was the humility of this man. Uh, as I've mentioned many times, and I don't mention it as a, say, see, he's a man of science, except for to say that, yes, he is indeed a man of science. He is a man of science who, as he mentions in the video, and I will link the video, um, as well as the lead-in, uh, to the light the world, which we'll get to in just a moment. But one of the things that he talks about is that he was watching TV with his wife, his first wife. And she died. And she died from a heart condition. Here he was a world-renowned heart surgeon. He was also an apostle of the Lord Jesus Christ. And yet, in this time of personal need for him, There was nothing that he could do. And that the Lord's plan was not his. And this ensued a discussion in our group. And by the way, that's another thing to give thanks for, is that this week we started having um, our virtual quorum meetings, for those not familiar, um, at the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints, each um, congregation has within it a, a group of quorums uh, for the men as well as a young women and relief society for the women. The quorums are divided up um, by age, meaning that uh, for the youth up from 12, actually um, 11 turning 12, up through uh, or turning 18 and a little after that, they are in the youth quorums, and then after they graduate from high school, they move up into the what's known as the elders quorum. And so we had the opportunity to have our elders quorum meeting, uh, did it uh, online. And while it would be so much better to have the discussion in person, the fact that we were actually doing it um, even that way was of great benefit, I feel. But one of the things that, um, as I was thinking about that part, was, you know, that the, the Lord, when he 
when we pray and we have questions or we're begging for something, as I'm sure Elder then Elder Nelson was begging for the life of his wife, there's three different responses that the Lord can give us to our prayers. Um, the first response is yes. Um, the second response may be, well, the answer is yes, but not right now. And then the third response, now I know what you're thinking. Automatically uh, you say, well, the answer is no. Let me phrase it a little bit differently for you because that's not how the Lord works. The answer is, I have something different planned for you. Do you see how it turns that whole question around? So often we get focused on what we want that we lose track that we should be doing and wanting what the Lord wants. Christ, uh, as he prayed in the Garden of Gethsemane to his Father, he asked that if it were possible that that cup be taken from him. But he conditioned that question. Nevertheless, not my will, but thy will be done. And this is so important to understand. As we work towards gathering Israel, as in submitting to the will of the Father, or rather, submitting sounds so harsh, but in reality, it's done out of love where we choose the better path by wanting to do what the Father wants. See, strict obedience is, is not... Strict obedience is awesome. Okay, let me stop right there and say it is awesome. But the Lord demands far more or he asks far more in our imperfect state. He asks not just that we obey, but that we want to obey. And that we want to do what he wants us to do. That we grow within ourselves the pure light of Christ. And so I just wanted to uh, throw that out there. Um, you know, I did a whole week. Not all of them were done here on the rim. Um, many of them were just simply Facebook posts uh, of different things th of which I wanted to give thanks. Hashtag give thanks, right? Um, and they were all sincere. But Sunday which I think was yesterday, or, well, it's actually Tuesday now, so the uh, day before yesterday, 
During that class, I came to the real realization that for me to fully receive the blessings that the Lord's servant promised by being grateful is that I need to see past the petty things of this world. The petty things that I get so involved in, which I should know better, but yet it's what I do. I'm sorry. It's, excuse me, it's what I did. I should say that anyway. I'm going to try. Does that mean I'm not going to be talking about politics anymore? The lib is, the lib is not dead. It's going to be a constant battle, actually. But, this is a big but. I'm reminded of the siege on Israel and the siege on Elisha. And Elisha's servant was afraid, and he saw the chariots and, and the soldiers and the horses of the Assyrians. And Elisha asked the Lord that his servant could see that those that were with us are greater than those that are against us. It's time for me to set aside feelings about um, the future, if this or that. It doesn't mean I want to not change things. It doesn't mean that I'm just going to crawl up into a hole. Well, at least not yet it doesn't mean that. And it certainly doesn't mean that the live is going to go permanently silent. But what it does mean is you'll probably notice a different tone. Simply because at the end of the day, as I was saying, you know, I am not feeling like I should, like the Lord's servant promised. And what whispered to me was, where's your faith, my son? And where is it? The Lord is bigger than any election. The Lord is bigger than any nation. He doesn't need help to get his will accomplished. Well, he wants us to help, but he doesn't need it. This is the thing. And this is what's so important here on, on, on the rim, is to understand the war has been won. The only question is, Whose side are we on? Because that really is the only question.
when Christ died upon the cross and completed that portion of the atonement by giving, willingly giving his life, he broke the bands of death and made it possible for men to live again. By suffering for the sins of the world, he made it possible that if we repent and if we try to follow the commandments, or if we follow the commandments as best as we are able to, striving for protect, per, for perfection, then his grace is more than sufficient. And he will rescue us. In fact, he already has, if we just look to him. Now, I did do a little bit of art change on my um, on my uh, web podcast. And we're thinking about doing a little bit of other changes around here, but I can't really talk about those yet. So I will stop. Well, no, actually, well, let me talk about it. So it's the Alleluia Chorus, or the Hallelujah Chorus, actually. Um, I, I saw this thing on Facebook about um, doing the Hallelujah Chorus and the uh, Kadith stake um, in Spain, southern Spain, Espana. Um, and there was an email attached to it and how you could go and and sign up for it. And I said, okay, well, I've done, actually, and of course, attached for videos to go along with it. Um, and I actually did this before back in 2016 when the, well, the Tabernacle Choir on Temple Square is how it's known now, when they also did a virtual um, Hallelujah Chorus, where they had a number of monitors set up through the Tabernacle and had many voices join in with the choir uh, to sing the Hallelujah Chorus. And so they used the same videos to help you record your own video to send in. And so I communicated back and forth. I was hoping it would be in Spanish, um, even though I've never sung it in Spanish, but I do so love singing in Spanish. Alas, it's in English, but I actually know the Hallelujah Chorus pretty well. In fact, the last time I saw it, sang it as part of a choir was in Twin Falls, so that's four years ago as well. There have been many times that we thought about getting around to sing it, but you never, you do need a certain number of voices, in particular sopranos and, and such, to be able to, forgive me, pull off um, a hallelujah chorus uh, worthy 
uh, of of uh, the music. But I did sing it. Um, I remember singing it in uh, Twin Falls and the bass line, and I remember that many of the basses were uh, watching me because, you know, they didn't know, they weren't particularly good at reading music. Some of them weren't, and so they were just following my lead, which was unfortunate because I had my book open for the Hallelujah Chorus because... Everyone else had their book open, but I didn't turn a single page in it because I didn't need to at the time. Um, anyway, and so I did my recording. I think I took about uh, took about 20 takes to get it where I was somewhat comfortable with it. Um, when I get the finished product, I'll be sharing it. Uh, but I look forward to I look forward to hearing. Uh, blending with the other voices, whoever's actually going to be doing that. Um, but it was a, a wonderful experience, and it's perfect for our times. In fact, I sent the idea uh, to our director here to see if she wanted to do something like that. That would be pretty awesome, I think. Anyway, so that's what that is, uh, the Alleluia. Um, and so we are, so for... I will give thanks, hashtag give thanks, for the Lord helping me to understand that for me to truly receive the blessings that uh, his prophet promised, that I've got to have the faith that God governs in the affairs of men. This is the view from the room. Give thanks. And starting today, and I'll link to this also, the calendar, um, is uh, the Light the World campaign where opportunities to serve, opportunities for you to express your love for Christ, this is a dark world that we live in, and this past year has spread darkness um, throughout, and this world needs light. And the one true light is the Son of God. Good morning.